Yo, what is going on, everyone? What is cooking? This is Scriptwriter Steve. You reach my podcast, Barbecue to Movies. Today is August 20th, 2021. It is currently 3.44 a.m. on a Friday morning. I am up late, <laughs> fixing photos, doing some work, answering some emails. Thank you so much for all your wedding inquiries, by the way. I know a lot of you folks out there book me because of this podcast. You find it on Dream Weddings Hawaii or Scriptwriter Steve. You find out I do weddings. I own a wedding company and you book me. I really appreciate that. It helps keep the lights on around here and helps keep food on the table. <laughs> and th- I mean, I really want to thank you because... Uh, you know, our governor, he's uh, our lieutenant governor. They're always like throwing threats of a lockdown, another lockdown um, here in Hawaii, which I don't think they'll follow through, but I think it's just to motivate people to get vaccinated. Um, <laughs> it may be working, it may not be. Uh, you know, Pitmaster Keith and I, we went to the mall the other day, and for the first time in our life, we actually saw a line in the mall. Uh, for people who wanted to get vaccinated. I really think people are getting scared with this Delta variant. And, uh, you know, they're getting, you know, they're, I guess the vaccine does work for the majority of people out there. And uh, it, it doesn't seem to work for a very, very small percentage. But again, there are, you know, quote unquote, breakthrough cases. I know people who have had, bro- <laughs> I guess, breakthrough cases, and I have known people who've gotten COVID twice now. I know before I was on my podcast and I was saying that, well, getting COVID twice is like getting struck by lightning twice. Well, now we have this Delta variant, which is a little different than all the other variants. And it seems as though the old antibodies may not work as good as the current antibodies. So if you've actually gotten you know, sick before with COVID, you know, your chance of getting sick with the Delta variant may be much greater. The good thing about it is that, you know, it's not as deadly. That's the greatest thing about it. So, and, and, and that's, I guess that's the positive things about it. So, uh, yesterday, my barbecue, well, it, was, it, it kind of came upon, I guess my, my cousin was down here. So, so uh, it, was, it was created upon this idea that we're going to have a barbecue for my cousin and her family. And her family's pretty big. It's, uh, you know, I think two or three kids. I think maybe two. I'm not sure. I think it's two or three kids and her husband. So that was about four to five people. And then we invited my cousin uh, or my cousins. And then I invited my makeup artist and, uh, and she invited her friend. Now, that right there is a pretty good party. We were talking maybe about a little under 10, right? So that's a pretty good get together. And uh, well, what happened was that I think earlier in the week, or just uh, my my makeup artist canceled on me. And why did she cancel on me? Well, it's because she came down with COVID. Now, she's young. She's healthy. She's very fit. Um, she has no shortness of breath. She had a little cough. Um, but again, she just did this as a precaution and very good, very good call on her side because she was positive with COVID. Um, but she's 100% A-OK. She's going to be fighting it well. I dropped off some uh, quercetin and zinc to her. So she'll be just fine because, uh, you know, she's going to start that treatment. Well, she already started that treatment right away. And uh, I'm still going to monitor her health because if it does start taking a turn for the worse, uh, we're going to get her to the hospital so she can, you know, get 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 put on the re- on the Regeneron drip. So that's really important. But um, as far as, you know, so what happened was that, so her and her friend couldn't come, right? And then 
one of my cousins, uh, they, they couldn't come because of work. <laughs> so, so we're now we're down to one. Well, uh, I guess I guess one other one of one, one of my cousins, and then my cousin from the mainland, her um, one of her kids. I guess when, when they were on Maui, they were playing with a kid uh, who who got sick, and he got sick, and then his her her sister got sick. Um, as far as the mother and the father, they didn't get sick, and did they have COVID? They don't know. They really don't know. But they're all vaccinated. The, the parents are vaccinated. But her daughter, of course, because they're younger, they're not. Her son is not vaccinated either. He got sick for maybe one or two days. But now he's out and about running about in the ocean. And her daughter has a slight cough. But then but then um, my cousin said, oh, you know, just to be on the safe side, why don't we stay away from... Um, from my parents who would also be there. Uh, so they, they decided not to come. So all of a sudden the barbecue went from, you know, nine strong or 10 strong down to like only one guest. So we just had one of my cousins over. And that was great too, because, you know, I haven't seen my cousin for a long time. We got to talk uh, about football, about politics, about everything under, under the sun. And it was really great just uh, sitting down because we haven't had a conversation with him for the longest time. And uh, I really, really enjoyed it. As far as the barbecue goes, it went good because the barbecue, I was able to uh, figure out how to warm up pulled pork um, efficiently with a chafing dish. I know that sounds a little stupid, but that was that's what I was able to figure out how to do. So when I cater things in the, uh, I guess, in the future, I know how to warm things up with out the pool park drying out. And this is a really big problem because if you cater, if you actually cater uh, pool park and say, for example, you have a you know, party of 80 out there and they're not, and they're not eating that pool park really quick. Well, what happens is that that pool park and that chafing dish, it'll get, it'll, it'll get dried out pretty quick. So what you want to do is that you want to wrap up, I guess the, the, um, the pool park that you're not going to use immediately into tin, in little tinfoil burritos. That's what you actually do. And you put that, these little t- um, pool pork burritos, which is just tinfoil, right? Uh, into like one of the, into one of the chafing dishes. And that actually heats it up, but it doesn't let the, the moisture inside there escape. And it doesn't really matter if it gets a lot more tender or not. And it won't really overcook itself because, you know, tinfoil really doesn't, conduct heat that well. So it will get warm, but it won't get extremely hot. So one thing is with these chafing dishes is they, they got it, they get also do get extremely hot. So if you were to put all of your poop pork inside a chafing dish with no cover, uh, within, within an hour, it would get dried out. And that's what I was seeing when I was, um, actually doing, uh, I, I guess, uh, uh, catering for my own barbecue parties. So now I got, I fixed that problem and that problem right there will help us tremendously when we finally open up for business later on. And now I can take this, this, uh, uh, this theory that I used, actually my father came up with and I modified and used this in a commercial setting. And therefore, you know, again, we had a, that experiment went really well. And then on top of that, had good company, had my cousin there and got to talk about football and everything else. So that was really good. So successful on the barbecue side, right? When life gives you lemonade, no, what, what, oh, sorry, when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. And I made really, really good lemonade. Okay, so we're seven minutes into this podcast. I think you're sick and tired of me talking about barbecue right now. Uh, you know what? We got to actually... Talk more about barbecue in another podcast. I promise 
I'm going to start teaching you how to do some really, really good barbecue stuff if you folks are into barbecue, but I don't really care. I'm going to talk about barbecue if you're not into barbecue. By the time I finish talking about barbecue, you'll be like, oh, Steve, let's have more barbecue shows, right? Anyway. I know we're. I know we want to talk about this Afghanistan thing and Joe Biden thing and everything like that. Um, so why don't we get to it? I'm going to cut the commercials, pay my bills, advertise my company. It will take a few minutes. Stick around, and then we're going to get into it. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's scriptwriter Steve with a shameless plug for my company, Dream Weddings Hawaii. So. If you want to get married in Hawaii, if you want to get your vows renewed in Hawaii, and if you want some family pictures in Hawaii, make sure you check me out. So my website is dreamweddingshawaii.com. So that's dream, weddings with a S, Hawaii spelled out, dot com. Okay, I'm back from that commercial break. I hope you are too. You know, on my side, the commercial break literally takes about a few seconds. It's just me hitting hitting stop on the record button and then me hitting record again or just starting another segment. It's really simple. But for you, I'm sorry, you have to listen to me talk about Anchor and then about my wedding company, you know, so it helps. It helps. It helps you pay the bills, you know, like it, it really does. And again... I'm just going to say it again. If you like my podcast, please subscribe to it. So, people, ladies and gentlemen, what is happening to our country? I mean, is, I, I mean, I really have to ask myself, is Joe Biden actually senile? Now, a lot of us think that he has maybe an early, you know, early onset Alzheimer's, a very small case that has been progressing, and maybe it's progressing exponentially. I mean, he does really weird things, like um, he says really weird things, right? But there was this one video where he was following his, uh, he got off the helicopter, Marine One, and then he started walking to the White House. Well, he walked to the White House, but then he walked past, uh, I guess, he, he walked past uh, uh, the, the sidewalk, and he, he started heading toward the bushes, and then he took, took a right, I'm not sure why he did that. I'm just, I'm just not sure. And maybe there was another reason why, but that just seemed really, really weird. And, um, <laughs> and, and there's some th- times when he's just talking and he, he mixes up his words. Now, we all mix up our words, right? I, I mean, I just mixed up my words earlier with lemons and lemonade, right? And you have that slight brain fart where you're kind of dyslexic for a second. We all do that. But he tends to do that a lot more often. And in this uh, last interview with uh, George Stephanopoulos or something like that, however you say his name, we'll just call him George. Um, now, he's a Clinton operative, right? But, um, and, and now he has a show on ABC and he's supposedly some type of political analyst, news anchor, or whatever. I don't really watch their show. But he's out there talking with Joe Biden. Uh, and Joe Biden's giving his first... It's not even a press conference. He's giving an interview. That's the only way he'll do this because they'll, they'll edit out the really bad parts, apparently. And they did. Uh, but even the good parts aren't that bad. I mean, oh, hold on. Even the good parts aren't that good, right? See, I did that little slip up right there, right? So what happened was that Joe Biden said that, that you know, the, what happened in Afghanistan, how it just fell, 
well, it just happened four to five days ago. You know, what does it matter? I mean, <laughs> first of all, it wouldn't matter if it happened a year ago. It's still wrong, right? Just because you have time on your hands doesn't mean, just because it's old doesn't mean it's right. Um, but secondly, that incident where the C-17 airplane, the, the cargo ship, was taxing down the runway with all of the Afghanis holding on to it, and it actually took off, and I think two Afghanistan um, young kids actually perished on perished foolishly because they kept hanging on to it. Um, but that only happened, I think, two days before uh, um, Joe Biden gave that interview. How can you not know that, right? Now, is it just a slip of the tongue? Is he brain farting? Or is he actually, you know, is, is he actually going senile? Now, it could be either one of those, right? Or all of them. But what I think is going on is that Joe Biden, I don't, I'm starting to think Joe Biden isn't that senile. I really don't think he's that senile. Um, I think he misspeaks a lot, all right? He says some dumb things. But number one, this guy's a compulsive liar. He's really, really a compulsive liar. I mean, if you, if his old videos of him just, he'll just lie, like flat out just lie. And, um, he's lied about his, his, uh, his college record where, you know, where he's, where is he, um, uh, how long he served in Congress. I mean, he's actually said dumb things where like he served back in the 1800s or something like that. It's just really stupid things, right? But, you know, Here's the thing. Is he, again, is he senile or is he just that stupid? Because during this interview with George, right, he came out there and said that, you know, they, they pretty much expected Afghanistan to fall this way, just not in this timeline. So they expected it to fall and it for it to be ugly, uh, but just not now. They expected it to come maybe a few months down the line. And he said, on top of that, what else can you do? There's nothing else you can do. I mean, really, really, what else can you do? They did everything. And I'm here, you know, sitting back here watching that. And just, I mean, again, I'm no genius. I'm no military expert. But something tells me that, you know, Afghanistan is a hostile environment. The Taliban is there. There's 75,000 strong. Shouldn't we evacuate the tens of thousands of Americans before our soldiers, right? That makes a lot of sense. Uh, shouldn't we get out all of our weapons and all of our helicopters and Humvees? Shouldn't we transport it back to the United States and not leave it there before we get out our before we, we move out our military? I, I mean, that's common sense things, right? Shouldn't we? I mean, shouldn't we uh, destroy our bases and our runways? Like, destroy them, drop bombs on them. Because what's going to happen is that, our, you know, ta the Taliban is going to use it. Correct? And shouldn't we make, the Af make sure that the Afghan army has our support over there before we actually leave? Now, <laughs> what, what happened is the, the total opposite, right? Everything just collapsed. And now he's making things worse because now... I think uh, Joe Biden has said that they're not going to rec recognize the Afghani dollar, which now makes all of, all of the life savings that all of these people had worth zero dollars. I mean, how smart is that, right? I mean, 
<sighs> the worst part about all of this is you have Democrats who are just still pointing the finger at Trump, saying that, it, well, under Trump, this would have happened. No, I don't think so. Not at all. I don't think so. And they can't, you know, they can't make that hypothetical argument because it's not Trump. It's not Trump. It happened under Joe Biden. It's, and it's, it happened under Joe Biden because this guy's either senile, you have a senile person in charge, or, well, hold on, let me insert and, or, he's stupid. I mean, it's bad enough that he's stupid, right? But if he's senile and stupid, it's really bad. <laughs> I mean, he, he's not a smart guy. I mean, you have a really dumb guy in charge of the entire world, basically. I mean, he's, in, he's, he's basically in charge, right? And what the Democrats have thought from before, where, you know, that Trump had just, you know, upended America... Well, now we know that whole narrative is completely false. And the strange thing is that, you know, when they were running candidates against Trump, the best that they could run was Joe Biden, because the other candidates were even worse. They were even a lot more radical, a lot more stupid. I don't know, people. I, I have no idea what's going on. And here's the other thing. I mean, I, I, I want to say that. I have a theory on what's going on, but I'm not even sure if it's correct. I think that's more accurate. I do feel that Joe Biden is not in charge, and he has a lot of other idiots around him that are just not making the right decisions. I mean, if you think about it, right? I mean, just imagine this. A boat is going down, and before, you know, usually it's women and children first, and the captain and all of his... And all of the seller, the, the, the sellers, right, on top of there, on all, all the deckhands, well, they're either going to go down with the boat, but they're not going to escape first, right? They're not going to go into the life rafts to fill all the life rafts. In the case of, of Afghanistan, they filled all the life rafts, and all your soldiers and military guys and generals, they got out of there first. And then you left the civilians there on the, on the sinking boat. Does that make any sense to you? I mean, it makes no sense. None whatsoever. And I tell you what, everything Joe Biden does, it doesn't make any sense. So the question is, is that who is leading America? Now, if you have a, a group think tank who can't think, I mean, you just have a, a room full of idiots, and that's very much a p possibility, but... And I, and I think part of that is true. But if you have a group full of idiots who are saying th things into Joe Biden's ear, and then you have a senile and stupid person, you know, in charge of all of them, I mean, what hope do we have for America? I, I'm, I'm serious. You know, my company, I mean, even though I'm saying, you know, things are doing good. I mean, things are doing good, but I can see it slowing down. Uh, because of this Delta variant, everyone is just scared. They don't want to book travel to Hawaii. I mean, they're scared that if they, if they book their wedding to Hawaii, you know, Hawaii may be shut down or may, we may have to go through stupid lockdowns again, you know. And with our governor coming out and saying, our, our lieutenant governor saying, oh, we may think about doing it, that doesn't help. But again, 
Our lieutenant governor, he's saying stupid things. All these governors, all these liberal governors, in fact, I'm sorry, even some Republicans are doing and saying stupid things. And, but, and they're not senile. I, I mean, but what is it? What is it with the, the politicians? You, you, I think with politicians, for the most part, when I, when I look at the background with a lot, at a lot of these politicians, you know, I find that they're, they don't have an impressive resume. Before many of them were politicians, many of them were not very successful in what they did. And yeah, maybe they had a law practice, but let's be real honest about lawyers, right? And now I know some of my listeners may be lawyers. Lawyers make a lot of money. They really, really do. But how do they make their money? Well, they make it through, you know, charging their clients like an arm and a leg. And usually they make it by transferring wealth to themselves, transferring other people's wealth to themselves. You know, we wouldn't need, I mean, here, I run a business, right? And I always make this joke that says, why do you have to hire lawyers out there? Well, you have to hire lawyers to protect yourself from other, other lawyers because they're always looking out to sue you. You know, so you, you marry a wedding couple who just happens to be lawyers, right? you do a bad job, and they're looking to sue you, right? So you have to hire lawyers. You have to make sure you cover your butt in every, every way because you may have a crazy activist person who's tried to set you up with some type of, you know, suable discrimination, you know, thing, which you're not, you know, guilty of, but they're going to try to you know, take all your money, try to shut down your business and try to extort you. Or, you know, um, I, and if you don't pay their ransom, they're going to try to cancel you on YouTube or something like that. You know, I mean, these are, are how bad it is out there. You know, I mean, in a way, a lot of lawyers technically operate like extortionists. You know, they're like shakedown lawyers, you know? So, but, and a lot of politicians are these types of lawyers. So, it, so you know, that's why they operate like shakedown artists. They really do. They say, here's a business. You better listen and comply. If you don't, I'm going to shut you down. All of these threats, right? If you don't, you know, hey, you know, with COVID, they just got, they just, Got even more power hungry, right now. Now in New York City, they're forcing, they're, they're forcing restaurants and and companies to say to tell their customers, well, if you don't, you know, disclose your medical records to us, if you don't have the right papers to us, I'm sorry, we can't accept your business. Now that's just crazy talk to me. I mean, that's just really crazy talk. So a customer wants to spend money with me and I have to turn them down because they don't, they don't have the right medical records or, they're not, or something medically is wrong with them? I thought that's considered being some type of prejudice, right? I mean, isn't that, I mean, isn't that horrible? I mean, I thought if I run a wedding company, I mean, I can't turn down someone because they have AIDS, correct? Or if they have cancer. Or if they have, you know, you, you know, like like uh, like, like uh, if they had a, um, I guess hepatitis or something like that, right? Could I turn them down, right? If they're a hepatitis carrier, not the actual hepatitis C, but they're just a hepatitis carrier, can I actually turn them down? No, I can't even ask for their medical records. But now, you know, if if my wedding company was in New York City, I would have to ask for the medical records of my wedding couple. 
And if they had the correct medical records upon my approval, then I would work with them. That seems so bad. That doesn't even seem constitutional. You know, here in Hawaii, the I think the governor was asking us uh, to actually ask for the medical records of our cl- clients if we have an indoor wedding or an indoor reception. That's not going to happen. I'm not going to do that. I'm sorry. I know for a fact that if, that if I do that, those clients of mine or, or their guests can actually sue my company because we're not entitled to that at all, right? And why do I have to fear if some of those people are unvaccinated or, or even carrying COVID because this vaccine, apparently it does work. I mean, despite what you hear in the media, it really still works. Most of these breakthrough cases are asymptomatic, which means, well, we found the trace of COVID from the PCR test or the presence of COVID, but we really didn't test for the infection of COVID. And by the way, that's what the PCR test does. It, t- it tests for the presence of COVID, not for an infection from COVID. All right? I don't know, people. How can we continue on this pace? I mean, Joe Biden is screwing up with the vaccine distribution right now. He's screwing up with the economy. The economy is like inflation is out of control, right? Gas prices are out of control. I mean, while... The whole world, the America is just going to crap right now. And all they can talk about is climate change, um, using the right pronouns, and defunding the police. That's all they can talk about right now. You know, and also white supremacy. These are not the problems that America is going through right now. But the Democrats are using this as a head fake, right? They're juking us. Like how Barry Sanders did on the football field. You know, he jukes right and goes left. That's what the Democrats are doing. They're juking right, they're juking left. Actually, they're juking you, and then they're going even more left, right? So so why don't we say they're juking left, and they're going even more left? (laughs) Or why don't we even say this? They're juking left and making themselves rich. The question I have, though, is what is their end game to this? And, and, you know, I don't want to hear any type of conspiracy theories out there because I've heard it all, New World Order and all these different types of things. I think one person had told me, well, they think that, uh, that, they're, that they believe that they want to kill everyone off with this mRNA vaccine or kill as many Americans as they can. Uh, and that would be less people to pay out with uh, social, social Security in the future. And uh, that... <laughs> if if that's your plan, I mean, geez, that's a pretty good plan. Why why, why would we just say that? Uh, but you know, I don't think that's their plan. Um, what do I think? And I really don't know what their end what their end game is. I really do think that they're just stupid. I don't think they really have an end game because here's the thing about Democrats: they don't plan ahead. They don't figure out, I mean, they, they're not playing chess with you, or they're not, they're not even playing checkers with you. Because when you play checkers or chess, when you make one move, you have to think three or four moves down the road, right? Same thing with checkers. Same thing with you, when you run a business. If you do this, you're thinking, if you raise prices, right? If you just raise prices on your widget or your services, here's what may happen down the road. 
and you have all different types of scenarios. Joe Biden and the Democrats don't think like that. They have an agenda and they just want to get it done. That's it. And if Trump, if it was, if it was Trump's agenda or Trump's goal, well, they'll just automatically go against it, you know, you know, turn it over without thinking of the consequences. So you have out there, hey, you know what? Why don't we just rejoin the Paris Climate Accord? What is the consequence of that? Well, it's a lot. All of, all of, those, thing, all of those stipulations that the Paris Climate Accord wants us to install onto our economy will basically break us, right? It'll make us broke. On top of that, why do they, why do the Paris Climate Accord want the United States back on board? Because we come with a lot of money. And they want us to use that money to have more useless meetings around the world. You know, I mean, it's really dumb. Thing. Even things like climate change where, or not climate, or environmentalism, where the Democrats are all, will all hop on board about like, you know, why don't we change plastic straws because this 13-year-old kid had a science fair exhibit. Well, why don't we just do it? Because if we do it, we're, we're uh, jumping on something that's very, you know, socially aware and we're being woke and everything like that. And, they, and now, now mayors and governors pass laws and say, hey, you know what? We're getting rid of all plastic straws. Screw you guys because it's just going to have more plastic pollution and everything out there in the ocean. And lo and behold, we find out, well, paper straws don't work really well. They didn't really think about this. Then you think about when you have a straw on the ocean, it's floating, so you can actually, you know, fish out the floating straw versus a paper straw, which will sink to the bottom of the ocean and will require you to scuba dive down to the ocean floor for you to pick up that paper straw. <laughs> You're still littering. You just can't see it because that paper straw is sinking to the bottom of the ocean. No, they did not think about that kind of stuff. And same thing goes with Afghanistan. They, they just said, well, why don't we just get out? And they didn't think it through. So I don't think the Democrats really think anything through. Not at all. Even when they tried to impeach Trump, they didn't think on how many holes and how stupid their argument, argument sounded. And they didn't even think down the road that they couldn't really impeach him successfully because, you know what, the Re Republicans held the Senate and they were going to back Trump 100%. So why do it? Why do it at all? They're not thinking. They're not thinking. Well, people, I mean, I'm going to end it real soon here, but my podcast, but, you know, I, I'm just... You know, I, I, I really don't know where this country will be in about three years. I'm, I'm, I'm serious about that. Can we continue on this path to self-destruction? I mean, where we will be? Where will we be? Will I have a business? Will I be, open, will I be able to, to open up my barbecue business? Will my barbecue business be targeted by the environmental group because I burn wood for a living? Right? I burn wood. That's what a pit master does. That's what good barbecue is. We burn wood. You know, Bill Gates wants to get rid of meat. He wants us all on tofu and synthetic meat, which is like not good. <laughs> People have no idea how good meat is for you. But what can I say? Right? What can I say? All right, people, that's it for my podcast. Thank you so much for listening to me. 
I'm out of here. It's 4.15 a.m. in the morning. It's time for me to go to bed. All right, everyone. That's it for today. I had fun podcasting. If you like what you hear, please share my podcast. If you can't find me, look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ2 Movies. That's BBQ T.O. Movies. Yeah, the T.O. is not the number two, by the way. It is T.O., like Terrell Owens. So that's BBQ2 Movies. Catch you around.